Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You have offended this podcast and you have offended the entire movie making community. I'm pregnant. I'm going to be a daddy. Why? You have found it. This is You Have Offended This Podcast. We are the biggest, the baddest, and the best martial arts movie podcast kicking around these parts of the internet. My name is Mike McCarron, and with me, as always, is a guy who uh, fucking watches these shitty movies with me, Chad Lindsay. How you doing, pal? <laughs> I'm, doing, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. You know, we had a blizzard here the other day, and... Uh, you know, like when the roads are really bad and there's no other cars, you drive right down the center of the road? Fuck yeah. That's this movie. Like, yeah. It's not It's not a good movie, but it's also not so bad that you laugh at it. Like, it's not a piece of shit, but fun movie like Miami Connection or some of the, uh, the New York Ninja films. Yeah. Um, so you can't laugh at it. And at the same time, there's nothing really exceptional about it on the other end. So you're just kind of bored. And that's yeah. that's an unfortunate thing because there's there's some good people in this film. And it's just really flat, unfortunately. It's very flat. I'll be honest, there were parts when I was laughing at this movie. But it's not enough to make it like like a Miami Connection where you're like, this is enjoyable because it's so bad. It's not. Like, there are good parts in this movie. And like you said, there's good people in, in this movie that I like, but man, it just, it just, there's too many songs. This falls. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's middle of the road. All yeah. The way. It, it falls victim to the, to the script. Cause it's a poor script, um, yes. with poor, uh, poorly written characters. And, you know, we're talking about American kickboxer one. <laughs> and I do remember back in the day at Bonanza video, never renting this film because I picked it up and on the box, it said American kickboxer one one like with a number one in it and i'm like yep who the fuck puts one in the title of why would of a film why would you do that <laughs> it's like this this movie's are you, are you probably ex- a bag of assholes <laughs> and, right <laughs> you know it's like for whatever this came out in 91 yep it just it just doesn't work for me and and again there's people in here like keith vitale is in here and you know we love him keith vitale's the shit um, yeah this this film just doesn't work. It doesn't work. It's not it's not entertaining, um, and it's not so offensive that you can sit back and giggle your ass off. It's just a it's just a chore. It's just a chore to watch this film. It is, and I th- I think you're right. I think it comes down to the story and the script, because the talent is here. Very clearly, the talent is here. These people that are in this can do what they can do. What's necessary, like. John Barrett, the guy that plays the main character, BJ Quinn, that dude could fight. He could yeah, throw he's kicks. Also, he's awesome. You know, he's. I don't find him the most the engaging writer, so. actor. He he came up with the story. Like it's a, this movie is a story based on him, yeah. or his story, and then was written by a guy named uh, Emil Kolb. But I, I I don't know. It just something didn't fall together in the story, the writing. Like you said, I don't care about any of these characters. Well, that's the that's the problem because they don't give a protagonist they don't put the protagonist on a hero's journey. No, for quite a while you're kind of weighing like back and forth between who you actually want to root for because even though even though Keith Vitale is supposed to be the good guy, he's 
kind of an asshole, but not in that cool asshole way, like that rebel James Dean way. You mean Quinn? He's just kind the of main a, character like, Quinn? A, yes, yeah, yes. Quinn. He, yeah. he, he, he drinks too much, he beats people up, yeah. you know, randomly at, at, at the places. He's a piece of shit to his, his girlfriend. girlfriend. He's not a nice guy, yeah. He's not a nice guy. And then the other guy, who, honestly, his face uh, reminded me a little bit of... Uh, Rick Rufus, Rick the Jet Rufus. He looks Just a like little like Rick, the beard yeah. and the hair. Yeah, yeah, it looks a little bit like him. So I was like, oh, and they're constantly like, this guy's an animal. And I was like, no, he. He's kind of an asshole, but he's actually a really good fighter. They're like, he's just pulverizing that man and pulverizing that man on the ring. It's like, yeah, it's a fucking fight. Yeah. Like, <laughs> That's the whole point, dude. I'm kind of with him on this. <laughs> what an animal. He just destroyed another opponent just- in a fucking... Combat he just punched sport. that guy in the yeah. face. What the hell? Like, dude, it's a fucking kickboxing so, fight. Like, yeah, overall, I, I I just don't think the characters are written well. I don't think they're interesting enough to the point where partway through the film, about the third act, uh, sorry, uh, the end of the first act, you're just like, I don't give a shit about any of you people. Yeah. Go away. You're all pieces of shit, including the reporter, who's like the biggest asshole in the oh, film. Oh, he's fucking, <laughs> he's got a couple of funny lines, but like a lot of the little quippy comebacks he's supposed to be throwing out there they're not fun they're not funny that you know there's that one point he's talking to denard the the french kickboxer the south african kickboxer i guess and he's he just says your mother and denard freaks the fuck out and i'm like that's yeah like literally a grade six insult like what are you talking about (laughs) why is that why is that so bad great a grade six insult from 78 right yeah exactly that's (laughs) that's what we're dealing with (laughs) but anyway like overall overall i just found it really flat this was this was probably one of the most disappointing films for me as it relates to this podcast because at least when something's fucked up we're like yeah remember in uh you know, New York Ninja, where he gets mad and jumps up and does the, you know, <laughs> does Toyota over a feeling split kick <laughs> and hangs in the air. That was amazing. Or, you know, yeah. like his woman's pregnant. She gets stabbed in the stomach and kicked down a flight of stairs, <laughs> you know, like literally one block from her meeting with John. So, uh, again, this there's there's nothing good, but there's there's nothing offensively bad. It is a functional film with a beginning, middle and end. Yeah. I just don't give a fuck. No, no, I don't. All right, brother, let's get into this. Uh, As always, we want to thank our patrons. You guys make this podcast go. So if you would like to become a patron, please go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. You can follow us there. You can can donate anywhere from five bucks to whatever you want for the month, and that will get you access to the podcast in full on Sunday ahead of everybody else. Uh, If you don't want to do that, just go to offendedpodcast.com, buy some merch that'll hook you up with our stuff. Uh, please subscribe if you if you're listening to this. It would be super helpful if you subscribed on whatever platform you're listening on. That really really helps us out. And then you can follow us on our social media on Twitter. We're at yhotp on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok. Just look for you have offended this podcast. I think we're actually yhotp on TikTok as well. Uh, find us there. Follow us. We'll get you hooked up with what's coming up on the podcast. You can interact with us there and let us know what you'd like to like to see. All right, man. So this starts off with a kickboxing match between Chad, played by Keith Vitale, and BJ, who is played by the main uh, story maker of the movie here, John Barrett. And uh, again, it's it's kind of flat, dude. Like watching this kickboxing fight in this movie is like watching kind of a standard kickboxing match. Like there's nothing special about it. Yeah, 
I mean, there's a point where he throws a back fist, and they're like, oh, we caught him with the elbow. Was that intentional or accidental? I was like, back fist. I think it was a back fist. It was totally a back fist, yeah. there, There was no elbow in there. I put it back, and I was like... I don't think he hit him with the elbow at all. No, he but didn't. Just like, yeah, he's the he's the type of guy that does anything to win. And listen, I know it's a dick move, but there's a lot of pro fighters that that will do that kind of dirty stuff once or twice and take a warning. Yeah, you know, or take a point. They'll close in too much on that spinning back fist and hit with like yeah. the forearm or the elbow. Like, oh, sorry. Yep. Oh, like, but they closed the t- distance. Yep. You know what I mean? But they're basically, yeah, they're basically playing it like, you know, he was jerking off at the park in front of everybody. Right? <laughs> like, they're just like, oh, my God, it was an elbow, an elbow, and a match. Oh, the like, dirtiest fighter of fight. all time. And I'm like, like, it looked like a clean back fist to me, but yeah. hey, okay, fine, we'll go with that. Here's something I wanted to point out to you that's the most interesting thing about this movie to me. There's a few people in this movie that have done a bunch of stuff. Most people in this movie have, I don't know. 20 like john barrett has 25 credits keith vitale only has nine movie credits to his name I, I thought he had a lot more but yeah he only has nine. i did think he had a lot more too yeah he only has nine the cool thing about this that i found out is the trainer that bj is working with the the asian gentleman that comes in behind him and sort of helps him with his belt and stuff after the the initial match there yes he comes back in the movie later to help bj train as well for the final fight that's an actor and a stunt coordinator named roger yuan who has been in a fucking million things. He's really well-known in Hollywood. Uh, He trained Michelle Pfeiffer for Catwoman. He trained John Cusack. He trained Jennifer Lawrence. He trained Keanu Reeves for 47 Ronin. He's a black belt under Chuck Norris's uh, Chung-Kuk-Do style and is a member of his federation. Really? Here's the coolest thing about this dude. We've already done three of his movies that he's been in on this podcast. He was in Big Trouble in Little... Which three? He was in Big Trouble in Little China. He was in, uh, fuck, what's the other one? There's one other one that I can't call, recall off the top of my head. But here's the, here's the big kicker. If he looked any way familiar to you at all, it's because that dude was in Black Dynamite as Fiendish Dr. Wu. <laughs> that is Fiendish that Dr. Wu. That is Fiendish Wu? Dr. Wu. You done fucked up now. That's the <laughs> fucking gold. That's amazing. Was... That gives me so much more. Like, <laughs> honestly, like, just just keeping everything exactly the same and adding fiendish Dr. Wu to this film right? would make it mind-blowing. If you replace Denard, the main bad guy, with fiendish Dr. Wu, okay. Yeah, I would I would love now that. Now I'm in. I would love that. <laughs> right? I'm, I'm in. Fucking Anytime that you could get fiendish Dr. Wu in anything, I'm... <laughs> I'm 100% in. Yeah, I read that. That's I like, amazing. I was like, holy fuck, that's fiendish Dr. Wu. <laughs> you done fucked up now. <laughs> like, that would be amazing. Keith Vitale delivering that line. Delivering that line? Or just being like, oh my God, my friend got kicked out of the match because of kung fu treachery. <laughs> <laughs> kung fu treachery. That would have added some pizzazz to a, to, a, to a flat film. And really, really, like, they they... I'll have to give them credit for making the attempt to making the attempt to try to make a classical film with an arc for the characters. It's just done really poorly. Yeah. But there there is an attempt to make this a film about characters. They just don't do it. Yeah, no, they don't. Like that's 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 where it that's where it falls flat because, you know, initially the the scene after the match, they go to that fancy party. <laughs> yeah. 
and this is what I didn't quite get. Like, there's all these people in tuxedos yep. drinking, like, martinis and champagne, and they're all in tuxedos, and they're all, like, very well-to-do uh, upper echelon business people <laughs> yep. that want to sponsor uh, professional kickboxing. And it's like, uh, I think you're at the wrong party. I think you want to be down at the fucking tractor pulls, like, <laughs> you know, ATV beer companies. But but they're just like, oh, we've got some very wealthy sponsors here, uh, Chad, that, uh, you know, want to meet you. And Chad's a fucking raging alcoholic. Well, that, you, you, no, he's BJ. Just like, BJ's a raging. You're talking about BJ. Chad is Keith Vitale. Oh, yes. And uh, they're just like, oh, oh. No, but it's Keith Vitale, isn't it? No. That's... The main character is is BJ, played by John Barrett. Yes, yes, yes. Keith Vitale's the friend. Fuck. I'm sorry. Yeah, I fell the fuck asleep during this time. Like, <laughs> oh. Yes. <laughs> I got that confused. Uh, that's how well this but is But it's done. confusing. And he's it's just confusing like, as oh. fuck, though, because BJ's at this party, and like... He's not dressed to the nines. He's got like a suit jacket on and his fucking bow ties undone or whatever. And his, you know, he's got the top two buttons of his jacket undone. And the f- manager or whatever comes over and he goes, Hey, BJ, come on, man. You look like shit. What the hell? Like, you're coming yeah, here trying yeah. to impress people. And meanwhile, Denard, the South African guy, is there in fucking like shorts and a tank top. Yeah. He's wearing those fucking Zubu pants and a fucking tank top. With a with a fanny pack. Apparently he's you know, fine. Like... Over his pubis. <laughs> and he's just like totally fine. And then they're like, uh, yeah, some people wanna some people wanna meet you. Uh uh you gotta you gotta get your act together. And then the then uh, Denard is like, Oh hey, hey girlfriend, uh why don't <laughs> you uh, suck French my balls hump. a little bit, huh? Make some French humping and she's like, <laughs> Why don't you leave me alone? He's like, Don't turn away and from then me, huh? BJ comes over and just murders a guy. By punching him in the face through a glass table. Yeah. Fucking guy falls over and dies. Yeah. Like, and I mean, you know, to be fair, if you punch somebody in the face and they fall over and smash their head off like a curb or something, absolutely. Or they crack their head off a concrete floor or something. Fuck yeah, they could die. But like, you literally see the guy fall into the table and not hit his head. Yeah. And then he dies. And then he goes to the hospital and dies. And you're like, okay, fuck. And not only does he die... He dies in the hospital with BJ outside the fucking room where he died. Like, yeah. BJ's in the fucking... He can see the guy die and goes, oh, like, clenches his fist like, fuck. Oh. That guy died. Oh. God damn it. Gosh. He died. I God need a damn another it. drink. Fuck. Like, <laughs> this is going to yeah, end badly for me. He's he's an absolute douchebag. I can't help but feel somewhat responsible. <laughs> I can't help but feel somewhat responsible for punching this man. And he was a sponsor. And he was potentially going to invest money into full contact kickboxing. But I murdered him. And he was trying to break up the fight between me and Denard that we were starting because we're fucking assholes. Yes. Yes. (laughs) And I punch killed him. Like, it really... Punch killed him. It really goes... But I mean, like, I remember my mom tried to break up a fight between me and my little brother when we were like 8 and 11. And, uh, you know, she goes, she comes in, mom, trying to break us up, leading with her face, right? Mom was like leading with her face. And, you know, Ryan took a, Ryan took a swing at me and I moved out of the way because, you know, I'm kind of fast. And I moved my head and he bops mom right in the nose. Like, so I can understand how that would happen at a fancy party. Oh, for sure. For sure. So they get into the fight. BJ kills the guy. 
Then they go to the court. They have this giant fucking courtroom scene where BJ has to like defend himself and dinner. What the fuck is up with BJ's lawyer? Like he looks like he looks like a resurrected Stephen Hawking. He looks like he legit. He looks like he's twelve. <laughs> yes, yes. Legitimately he looks like 12, a resurrected like, boy, like a boy Stephen Hawking. This is my fucking lawyer, Doogie Hauser. LLB or whatever the fuck. What? What the? Why is this child? It's literally a child. Like I'm not even kidding. It's it's a fucking boy. Yeah, it's it's literally a child. And the thing that's so hilarious is like BJ when he gets when he gets convicted of manslaughter and has to go to jail, he slams his fist down on the on the table and he's like, "It was an accident." It's like. Yeah, but that's what manslaughter is, man. Yeah, like you just defined you know, like, manslaughter. That's killed a guy you, by accident. You you killed a guy by accident. Yeah. Um, you're not allowed to do to that. Jail. Oh yeah, I fucking yeah. killed a guy. It was an accident. <laughs> oh like well, how... you're fucking free to go then. Oh, free to go. You're free to go. Um, <laughs> I like how Denard shows up to the courtroom just to laugh at him during the sentencing. <laughs> yeah, like with his sunglasses on and his like... fucked up '80s haircut with the ridges in the side. <laughs> Can you you fucking imagine, okay? You just fucking imagine. We'll go back like 15 years. Tito Ortiz is on trial. And and he gets convicted of manslaughter. And then all of a sudden you hear George St. Pierre like, (laughs) Deal with that, Your trial does not impress me, huh? I am not impressed with your trial. (laughs) Enjoy the prison sentence. I'd actually like to see... (laughs) <laughs> the remake of this with St. Pierre's Denard. <laughs> oh, I'd be into that. That would be, I would be amazing. Into that. I would so be into that. Like all the lines that he had. You want to be with a real man, mademoiselle. Like, can you imagine? <laughs> and him at the end with those fucking spandex funny. G-string tights. Like, <laughs> Yes, yes. Fuck yes. Yes, with those, again, he's got those fringe hanging over his nuts on his thing, those blue. That, he's wearing those black tights. With the fucking blue tassels hanging oh out where God. his balls are. <laughs> Why don't you get that your little be... oar to come over and suck my nuts, eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you get your oar to come to my house, come to my maison, my casa, the, the love making. I will spread poutine on that my nipple. Be... She can lick it off, huh? That would be, that would be amazing, man. That would be absolutely amazing. Oh fuck! I would man. watch that, but. He gets out of prison a year later. His uh, lady his has stayed girl. faithful. She picks him up in his T-roof Corvette. Corvette, which is kind of a dope car. I quite like the car, to be frank. Yeah, of course. But then we get then a they drive back to his apartment. little something for the ladies here where he's trying to do his Van Damme and his little tighty-whitey bikini briefs there. He's Yeah, but, I mean, Van Damme <laughs> was wearing those, like, skin-tight, um, like, bikini underwear he's wearing just like fucking regular white like what i wear homer simpson underwear (laughs) he's he's legit wearing my underwear like on screen i'm like is that sexy because that's what i fucking rock i rock the gaunchies fucking white gaunchies like my gaunch by the fish tank baby (laughs) getting y'all hot And that concludes part one of the podcast. Come back tomorrow for part two, and then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday for three, four, and the exciting conclusion, part five. If you would like to get the full podcasts again, go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast to become a patron. For as low as $5 a month, you can get all of our full podcasts on Sunday night before everybody else. 
If you don't want to do that, you can go to offendedpodcast.com and you can buy some merchandise there. That'll give us a little bit of a help and it'll also give you something cool to rep the podcast that you know you love. You can also follow us on our social media. So go to Twitter at YHOTP, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. You can just search You Have Offended This Podcast. Leave us your film recommendations there. Anything you want to see, we are open to as long as it has kick and punch and some violence. So we'd love to hear from you. Please engage with us. Please leave us a review anywhere you download your podcast. That would be greatly appreciated. If you could, please also recommend us to your friends, family, loved ones, hated ones. We will take recommendations anywhere we can get them. Thanks once again for listening, and you have offended this podcast. We'll be back in your ears soon.